Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can check out the show wherever you get your podcasts and the video version on YouTube. And if you like what you hear, please, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, or if you really, really like us, you can toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, introducing the greatest co-host who ever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Trying to recuperate from how that show ended. <laughs> okay. I have so yeah, many questions comments concerns okay. i have a lot of questions so if y'all don't know we just got off of our immediate reactions of the playstation state of play we recorded our weekly show uh two days early to make sure that we made time for this direct so you're getting this direct this state of play so you're literally getting two episodes this week so make sure if you like this episode what we got uh this week as well or our previous show this week because it was Fan freaking tastic. With that, Kyle, I got a question for you, sir. I got a, yeah. I got a question and I got some concern. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Walking into this this state of play, what were your thoughts walking in? And what are your immediate thoughts walking out? And why is Sean Capri in our twi- uh, Twitch chat, which we're right now live, a big meanie? Oh, Sean's not a big meanie. He's, no, he's not a big jerk. No, no, no. No, he's not. Him. He's an amazing person, and he's he hurt himself. He's feeling he's feeling rough. He's trying to recuperate. So oh, 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 I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I got my face. I hope you're feeling um, better, Sean, but maybe you had it coming. I think walking <laughs> in. Like, I was mugged. <laughs> yeah. Walking in, um, I was just excited. I was excited yeah. to see more about uh, the ecosystem that I love. Mm-hmm. And um, I was excited for updates and possibly some new game things here and there. Sure, did I have a couple like pie in the sky predictions? Uh, yeah, of course I did because yeah. I big brain got to live <laughs> on the seat of my head, uh, uh, edge of my seat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try to go bigger, go bigger, go home. Yeah. And uh, walking out, uh, I was very, very excited about this. I okay, think the so- games that I was already hyped on. Um, they made me even more excited for, and through a amazing surprise that mm-hmm. I'm going to have to watch a lot of YouTube videos to figure out what the hell is going on, <laughs> yeah. where this state of play ended. Okay. Okay. For me walking in, I was pretty whelmed. I know what I'm getting here, right? Like, you know, earlier this week when they announced this event, they were like, Hey, just so you know, don't expect anything that wasn't in the June event. That's what we're primarily covering. If, if, you know, we're, you're not going to see, though we did see things here, there, you're not going to see, you know, I think what they hinting at, like, you know, your Ragnaroks, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, setting the, the stage of what you can expect for the coming months, I knew what type of state of play I was getting. And that's exactly what I got here and a little bit. And a little bit extra because there are some games that walking out of this event, I am actually extremely hyped for that I normally wouldn't be. So with that said, Kyle, let's break down each game step by step and our thoughts on it. So take it away. You got the list. Sure. Uh, it started off with uh, <clears throat> the crash update for PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this is now the second time crash has opened up a state of play. 
if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, I think the last one you also opened it, right? August State of Play? I'm pretty sure. Maybe? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Looks great. Like 4K60, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. transfer saves over. Uh, Something that I should probably pull up is the PlayStation blog, because they did say, like, how to upgrade pass would be, like, on the blog, I believe. It has not updated yet. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm refreshing the blog as we speak. So we don't yeah. know if it's just like if you own it, you already have it on PS5, or if it's like that silly ten dollar upgrade, which sure. I have a feeling it might be because it's Activision. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, cool. I'm excited. Cool. I'm excited to see how it looks on PS5 with all the enhancements. And I think with this, it kind of sets the stage for what are we expecting here? It's going to be this type of show and. Uh, yeah, this is definitely, you've told me, don't get this game. It's too hard for me because I suck at platformers. Mm. So I'm going to, I'm going to avoid it. As much as it, it is interesting, I know I'm just awful at them. And so there we are. Yeah. Um, what's the next, what's the next game they showed off of for us, Kyle? Returnal. All right. Okay. All right. You come in here, you're a little, you're, you're, I think more curious about Returnal than most, right? Like, we have faith that Housemark's going to make a good game, but absolutely, what we're seeing, we don't know. You know, if it's going to match up to the quality that other PlayStation Studio games have. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts from this trailer that you've seen? Sorry, I'm refreshing Twitter, and I saw some other Final Fantasy news that's blowing my mind right now. <laughs> okay, there's apparently a battle royale Final Fantasy game. Anyways, um, because why not, dude? Why not? There, uh, what this trailer did for me for Returnal was <clears throat> seeing more of the gameplay and how I think from the trailers previous that I've seen, it seemed like it was only like one v one these monsters. Yeah, like it, it didn't seem like you were going to be overwhelmed. And, like, you just had to focus on the one, almost like mini-bosses throughout throughout your fight. Yeah. And this one was very much like you said on the, the live react, uh, reminding you of Doom. Got to be mm-hmm. on your toes, constantly dashing around and, and being aware of your surroundings, which is going to be awesome. And what I wanted was a little bit more story, and they hinted at a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And um, not entirely all the way there for me yet. Okay. But I'm way more confident in spending my money on this game now. Yeah, taking a look at like, uh, you know, seeing seeing the combat, seeing what it's gonna like, what it's going to be. Um, I have a lot more faith that I'm gonna be definitely enjoying my time with this game because yeah, it is giving me the Doom vibes in terms of like some of the environments look just straight out of Mars, you know, 2016 Doom, and at the same exact time, like the dodging mechanics as well give me that vibe when I'm like. You know, dodging between a couple big hulking demons. That's what it kind of gives me here with these like tentacle alien monsters. Yeah. Um, that being said, she sticks her arm in this machine, this alien machine. I'm sorry, but if there's a crater crevice of any type and I'm on an alien planet, I'm yeah. not putting any of my appendages in it. Listen, if you want to be stronger and upgrade, you got to do what you got to do. I guess I'm not going to be strong because I don't want to do that. That's fine. Uh, for the story element, I think the thing that got us was, like, the house in the middle of nowhere on this alien planet. And she's like, it's exactly the way I left it. So, like, this planet is messing with her memories. Yeah. That that has me intrigued. Same. 
Yeah. And that's why we, we, last time we saw this, it gave us Kojima vibes because we were in this house hallway. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, af- after seeing this, I'm definitely a lot more on board of supporting this game when it comes out, when it launches than I've ever been. I've mm-hmm. optimistic house. Mark knows how to make a great arcade game. And I'm very, I'm, I'm very, I got a lot of faith that they're going to, to, to work something with, with Returnal. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what's, uh, what's the next game that we saw, Kyle? Uh, real quick, because Mooney just hopped in chat if you're mm-hmm. watching live. And thank you, Mooney, for your support for all the way from Denmark. We love you, buddy. Oh, thank you thank so, much. You so much, Mooney. Um, thank you. The next one that w- was shown off was Sifu. Uh, this is from Slow Clap Studios. Uh, and my quick little Google during the show, uh, they are the creators of Absolver, mm-hmm. which is that very melee-focused um so you want to just completely skip, what is it, Dodgeball City here, Knockout City. Oh, yeah, see? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I 100% forgot that that was in between. Yeah, okay. Knockout City, EA Original from VLAN Studios. Yeah. Um, Shown off at the Direct last week, now yeah. at the State of Play this week. I like it. It's cute. It gives me beautiful Joe meets Splatoon vibes, and I'm in. Free to play. Cross sure. Play. It's beta. Right, I'm happy you're happy for it, but like yeah. it's not, it's not my thing, and okay. not everything has to be my thing. So exactly, yeah, I'm here it's for interesting it. Interesting how uh, this is Velen Studios, yeah, and I think the only thing they've done is like the Mario Kart Home Circuit, like RC car thing. Yes, I think that's the only other game that they have done. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I listen. I dug this game for what it is. This is this is one for the kids. So I'm, I'm absolutely yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay, let's talk about the fucking cool kung fu game. Oh yeah, Sifu. <laughs> Sifu Everything I just said. It. Put it in here and post. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is where it's supposed to belong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will do. No, I won't. Audience, no, you're here fine. for the ride. It's fine. Yeah, looks How great. You, yeah, it's fr- so from the developers of Absolver. This game looks straight up. If you ever seen Daredevil. Which I don't know why you wouldn't. Go watch Daredevil. It's a fantastic show. Oh, wait. Can you still watch it on Netflix? I think so. Okay. Don't watch but, the movie. Make sure you find the show. Yeah, find the show, <laughs> not the movie. Yeah. Um. The hall, like This this game looks like it's straight out of... You know what? Just YouTube it. Daredevil hallway <laughs> scene, enter. That's what this game looks like. You're just kung fu fighting in hallways. Yeah. And... It looks so intense. It looks so cool. What type of art style would you would you think this this is if you could put a name on it? I mean, seeing the studio's pedigree and mm-hmm. Absolver, I totally see this as being the next step up from them. It's almost like it's going to sound probably really weird, but like yeah. paper mache cell shading. Okay. Okay. Almost like it's got yeah. an almost kind of like cell shading kind of vibe to it, but it's. It feels like a diorama come to life. Okay. You you would explain that way better than I would have. Yeah, it looks really awesome. Uh, yeah. It's coming out later this year for PS5 and PS4. Mm-hmm. And it's got this really close, like, camera angle. Not so much to the shoulder. It's kind of like the like the abdominal, you know? And it's it just, it, like, the camera moves as you hit it and as enemies come at you and just really... Kind of like you're you're fighting it or you're looking at a fight in like John Wick. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's it. Gave me 
it gave me that type of vibe. And it looks like when you die, you age and you come back. That's cool. If yeah. it's got roguelike elements, I'm 100% in. And that's why I was just like, oh, this game looks sick as hell. <laughs> yep. So yeah, Sifu, that's awesome. The next game, Kyle. Solar Ash by Heart Ooh. Machine and Annapurna. Ooh. Okay. So PS4, we never played... PS5, 2021 yeah. is all we know after this state of play. Right. And we, we've we never, and thank you, by the way, we've never played Hyperlife Drifter. I've always so, wanted to. Mm-hmm. I love the, 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 like the purple and blues that they use in this game and how it, mm-hmm. how it just goes so well with the environment. It looks so, it looks so beautiful. Yeah. Um, this game is their, uh, their take on a 3D action game, uh, action adventure game. And what was your th- thoughts on Solar Ash from what you've seen of it? What what vibes was it was it giving you, Kyle? I mean, just joyful vibes from the colors mm-hmm. and, and the worlds. Um, but I think the thing that it did extremely well, it conveyed its sense of movement extremely, mm-hmm. extremely well. Uh, yeah. I, I, everything just seems so smooth going from platform to platform and gliding across this, this universe and um, combat was there a little bit. I don't know how deep it will be, but I, I feel mm-hmm. like its main selling point is just traversing the world and how yeah. smooth that is. And the flow and it gave us like. a lot of pathless vibes. Meet meet something like a hyperlight light uh, like hyperlight drifter in terms of of the aesthetic. Yeah. So if it's anything like you know the pathless. This traversing, traversing as as a pathless. This looks awesome, and having it being this, you know, instead of a bow and arrow, you're using. It looks like your your feet and arms that like beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Uh, melee. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. But the thing that that took me by surprise um, is that after you get to all these levels, you get the final boss, and it's straight up like Shadow of the Colossus, where you're fighting yeah. these. These savage beasts, I think they called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really awesome. So you're actually like you're climbing up on the bones of like this serpent that's flying in the air, and you're just beating the appendages off of them. This this looks really awesome. Yeah. I really dug this one for yeah. sure. And this one's also coming out later 2021 yeah. as well. Yeah. Both consoles as well, PS4, PS5. Yeah. Is this a day one for you? Day one. Okay. Okay. I have to make Which... sure I'll I'll play Hyperlight before. That comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I, as as I whispered to you during the show, I'm like, maybe this is a you know road to greatness. Road game. to greatness could be. Yeah, maybe, maybe this one's just for the patrons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's uh, the next game for us, sir? Spooky Five Nights at Freddy's Spooky. Security Breach. Security Breach out this year on PS4 and PS5. Not our game. Not our game. Uh, uh, interesting that it it looks. Completely different from every other Five Nights at Freddy's game that I've watched, because those games, from my experience as just a viewer, you were like stationary at your desk and you were trying to prevent these animatronics from getting to you. Mm -hmm. This feels like you are actively trying to avoid them in the building. Like Mm. you're 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 not staying in one spot. You have to stealth your way through, which seems like it could be a, a fun little twist on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, not my type of game. Uh, this one's for the kids. I, I, I'm assuming. But yeah, yeah. This one, I guess, is is a. Would you consider this a lull of the show? Kind of like how 
you knockout know, uh, Knockout City. City was for you? Uh, yes. Just because what comes after also kind of is like a lull for both of us. And what game comes after this one? Oddworld Soulstorm. Oddworld Soulstorm. Yeah. Coming How out- many times are we going to see this? Uh, this is it. Because it comes out April 6th. <laughs> All right. Um, it will be PS Plus in April uh, for PS5. Um, happy it finally gets a date because, like you mentioned, we've seen it so much. Yeah. So many times. And I feel like they spent so long on this one, which fine because it's so close, sure. But, like, man, we yeah, I feel like we've seen this in the Nintendo Directs. We're seeing it, like, we've seen it multiple times on State of Plays. I'm just kind of, like... And it it I and I think it's just me being selfish because it's like this is just not my type of game. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because it is like you know the 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 3D that's actually 2D. Uh, it's kind of what people are telling me. It's like Pikmin, but with mm. you know, or like Oddworld. Lemmings or Lemmings. Yeah. Yeah. Which were was it was in my jam. So yeah, sure. this one was definitely where I felt the lull. Yeah. But then it picks right up, and it's nothing but bangers from here on oh, out. Okay. Uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits is up next. Mm. And holy crap, Joe. Yeah. Comes out August 24th. Pre-order now, if you want to pre-order. Game is gorgeous. Yeah. Everything about this I need in my life. What what was it about it? Like what what are what are the three things that you notice about this game that you were like, oh my my god. Cute. Yes, it was. Visuals. Mm, It's visuals, okay. And that creepiness at the end. Right. Where it looked like the rot was, I, I believe the enemy in this game are the rot, or no, the rot are your your buddies. Mm. Mm. I forgot what the enemy is called, but like overtaking a townsperson into this gigantic boss that you now have to fight and free and Ember Labs. My god. Yeah. Great. It looks like you're doing solid to excellent work over there. Yeah, like this game. I mean, I just think it looks excellent. I think this is, this is really uh, the unsung hero of the PlayStation Five reveal, and this was just absolutely gorgeous. Like, uh, it looks like straight up something out of like DreamWorks or Pixar or anything like that in terms of animation. It just looked. I know this is, you know, word gets thrown around so all the time, but it really does look very cinematic, especially in the animation. How smooth everything kind of feels. Mm-hmm. In this game, and looks like every action looks really, really fluid, and so I'm I'm really digging what I'm seeing, and I'm right there with you as well. I think the combat looks really great. Um, I think visually it's it's stunning. Animations there, but the thing at the end where you just see a townsfolk get just absorbed by this muck, and it becoming the monster that you're actually fighting has me super intrigued. What yeah. this is about, and how you're a, a, a traveler. Kind of gives me the Legend of Zelda vibes, which Ember Labs did the Majora's Mask short, which is, you see at the end, when she puts on that fox mask, is very much a nod, I believe, mm-hmm. to that to to that game. So, you know, that's a game that I really love, and this game looks awesome. And what was it? August 24th? August 24th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. dig it. This was, was this your favorite moment of the, of the show? No. Oh, how could I say that? I'm so sorry. No. Continue, sorry. <laughs> uh, following Kina is uh, by far the best mm-hmm. death death loop trailer we've seen yet. Yeah. Uh, with this James Bond kind of song playing throughout mm-hmm. the trailer. Um, another game I just need in my life right now. Uh, yeah. The combination of this 
what sort of funky art style. And 70s. 70s, thank you. Yeah. 70s art style combined with the Dishonored movement and gameplay and mechanics. Um, yeah, man. I can't wait. This game looks legitimate. Like, it looks so kick-ass. And they're giving you the Bond vibe. Like, the song is like a, is Deathloop. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like like what what every Bond movie opens up up with, you know that type of song is in here. Just it it looked amazing, had an awesome unique vibe that we don't see uh, in games like ever, and we're seeing it here, and it looks so so freaking good. It got, it's just dishonored, but in the seventies, mm-hmm. and the the gimmick here is that there is someone else in that level hunting you down. Now they did say you could just play this solo. You don't have yep. to have that other person in here and you're just assassinating bad guys in really awesome ways and playing with the physics, playing with the level. I, I love that's, that's what arcane shtick is all about. Is like, how do we break level design? Um, and you're seeing it here in a multiplayer esque way. This was the best trailer for death loop. Yeah. Ever. I, yeah. you, you had me at, maybe I'll pick it up to, yeah, no, I'm definitely picking this up day one. For sure, Kyle. What's the next game? And then they they say we got one more thing. Let's let's talk about one of 2020's most celebrated games. Sure. Um, and I for sure thought this was going to be Last of Us Part Two when they said it. Just the okay. PS5 enhancements, yeah. whatever. Okay. And then we see good old Midgar, uh, <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake. Um, mm-hmm. It says footage on PS5, so basically saying this is the PS5 announcements. But then it gets crazy, and my brain is still trying crazy. to pro- it's still trying to process. You okay. see this girl in this Moogle suit, kind of mm-hmm. like you know running around and whatnot. And uh, for those of you who don't know, that's that's Yuffie or Yuffie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the party members of Final Fantasy VII. Showing up way earlier than she should be in terms of the original game. And that's where my brain is going like, oh, man, they really are just playing around with the story here. And I'm kind of into it, including some other shots of other characters who are either new to me or are from other Final Fantasy VII spinoffs, like Dirge of Cerberus, which is a game that's not good. But they're taking some characters from there and putting in here. So, very intriguing. It's called Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Intergrade. And it comes out on June 10th. Um, Faster load times, photo mode, new episode with with Yuffie on PS5. Mm -hmm. Um, If you own it, you get the upgrade. And saves come over. Uh, So, yeah. All right. Fantastic. And so you get a new episode of Yuffie. I don't know who she is. You get a free PlayStation 5 upgrade uh, if you already own it. Cool, cool, cool. What would you, at the end of the day, were there three games that you're picking up on day one on, on, on from the state of play? And oh, yeah. how would you grade it? And what are those three games, by the way? I mean, I, there are more than three. But yeah. if I were to have to pick three, it would be Kena, Deathloop, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll take FF7 Remake out of it because I already own it. Sure. So we'll do Kena, Deathloop, and Returnal. I think we'll okay. three. Um, probably in the orders of Returnal 3, Deathloop 2, and Kena 1. That's what my most anticipated out of those three 
to pick up. I think out of the three, the, I, I think Kina is number one in there. Um, I think uh, Sifu is second. I really, really dug that trailer. Um, and then I think... Actually, let's put Deathloop there. I really like Deathloop because of the song. But my, I'm also thinking, it's like, is it because of the song that I'm digging this mm-hmm. as much? You know, well, let's stick with Sifu as two. And then number three, I think, is going to also be Returnal. I think they did what they needed to do for two of those games. Kina, they needed to give us a release date. And uh, Returnal, they needed, to, they needed to show that this thing has gravitas i don't the it factor if you will so to me i think it did that for those games um and overall like letter grade i'd give it a solid b i thought this was a good show yeah i'd give it a b plus yeah from grade grade standpoints now here's where i think listen we deviate from our audience from time to time and that's fine that's fine that's what's supposed to happen yeah but it looks like the votes they're coming in it looks like the ma- the mail-in ballots are saving us. Because in the beginning, <laughs> bad was winning. A lot of people thought really? this was a bad state of play. Uh, in the, it, it's now gone down to 31% of people thought it was bad. Wow. A third. Okay. Okay is prevailing. Uh, okay, it's fine. Okay. Uh, 33.8%. Of the vote, oh, that's bad. Is bad is leading now. The votes keep changing. Oh my goodness, I, we won't know wow. this for days to come. Good is twenty four percent, and awesome six point five percent. So you take in the positive stuff; it's an overwhelming support in terms of a positive outlook. But it, it looks like this did not blow anyone's expectations away or blow anybody away. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say your opinion's wrong. But it's wrong. Uh, it, see, but, and but, it keeps on going back up. The the bad negative people we don't need in our lives. I know. No, I'm just saying. Like I feel like they got caught in the trap of is going to just be all PS5 brand mm-hmm. new announcements from PlayStation Studios, and right. that clearly were not the expectations that were set. And a lot of people had their hopes up for a lot of just like. Things that well, we were not getting this year, like next year yeah. things, I feel like. Yeah. Everybody was so focused on God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, and that just, and even like some Ratchet, like, and I was telling people, like, you saw, like, last episode, I'm like, don't expect these games. Yeah. They said the months to come. They didn't say, you know, you know they didn't, they didn't say Horizon or God of War where we were thinking it's a late 2021 game. Mm-hmm. I think the latest date we got was Kina uh, uh, at the end of the summer. Most of these games, either we got release dates and they're in the in the first six months, or we didn't really get them at all. Still, yeah, which I think is a mistake as well as I say it. So, sure, you know, for me, it it was a good show. I like, I knew what I was walking into. They literally told me what to expect, and it's exactly what I expected it to be, which was a good show. Yeah, you know. Maybe I'm just not negative, Kyle. Maybe I'm not a negative Nancy, you know? <laughs> but at the end of the day, too, are you are you disappointed that we didn't see a Horizon? Are you disappointed that we didn't see a Ragnarok? Like, are there, you know... I mean, I will always be should, disappointed should, if I don't see those things. Okay. But should knowing PlayStation that was... have said it? Like, hey, don't expect Horizon. No, no. I don't think they should have said it. Okay. Um, 
I I personally like the whole game of guessing and not knowing mm. what's coming up. Okay. But I I think the reason why, like, yeah, of course I'm d- upset that we didn't see anything because I will always be excited to see things of major PlayStation Studios titles. Okay. Um, but I have no doubt that we're going to get that in the coming months. Yeah. Like, I like would Ratchet assume the is, next... is is going to be next. But, like, yeah. I, I assume we'll get a state of play in May. Mm. Maybe late April, May. Or late mm-hmm. May into June. Like, we'll be fine. There's, there's, yes. there's, and there'll be plenty of smaller things announced in between. Yeah. Like yesterday, your was it yesterday? The Republic Commando Star Wars game. Oh my god! Like dude. that was that's a hype thing, <laughs> oh, and we didn't need god. it in a state of play. It's just like a little yeah. announcement here and there. So like, oh, dude. it's fine. We got a Republic Commando. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think maybe they should have said, "Hey, don't expect, don't expect Horizon, don't expect God of War," just so you you know where. Again, you're not leading your expectations, but like this really does go to show that the internet will, man, you can't a you can't do anything right, and b it is just hype, 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 un, unsubstantiated rumor, and then just utter disappointment. I, I don't know. I, I I don't agree with them saying like, hey, don't expect these big titles. Mm. Like, do you, that's that's too handhold holdy for me. Okay. Like be be surprised about it if they're not there. Okay, be bums, but don't mm. be a be objective about the show. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna read a few of our audience again. We we asked y'all, hey, you know, come to our tw- Twitter at us. You won't, you won't, uh, and let us know what you thought of the show right up on Discord. And we got a few responses. Uh, I'm going to read the, the Twitter responses. Jadis Von Metal writes in. He says, Oddworld looks rad. Oh, look at that. Look at me. I got my face. I didn't think so. I didn't th- think so, Jadis. I'm sorry. Kina looks amazing. Yuffie for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Badass. Pretty good. Better than Nintendon's. <laughs> Jadis, oh. look at that. Oh. AP goes, Sifu and Kina looked great. Uh, Handry, uh, they said, Kina and Returnal looks awesome. Plus date for Kina, uh, Abe for PlayStation Plus, Yuffie. Overall, good for me. It was awesome. They added Horizon. Uh, one person said it was okay. I'm sorry, one person. The good, the bad, and the ugly with the Irish flag. Um, they write in. It was okay. Three games I'm looking forward to playing on my PlayStation 5, Sifu, Kina, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Jose Cantu writes, Kina. Final Fantasy VII Remake, PS5 Yuffie. Yuffie is going to be trending, y'all. I was happy. And then Mark Dean, only two games worth playing, Sifu and Kina. And Jay Rampert, uh, uh, Rampert, this is a good one. As an Xbox fan, I thought it was okay. Sifu, Oddworld, and Kina looked good. Deathloop, uh, I can wait till it comes on Game Pass slash Xbox. I think that's a great mentality to have on it. Fair one. Uh, And Irish Joe... Uh, it says it was okay, not bad, but not good, and we still don't know about next month's plus. Wild, that one's the wild one. Yeah, um, that one I really thought we were going to be getting here. Same, and a lot of people saw that that image on Twitter of Godfall, Kena, and some overpass game, and they're just like, "It's these." And I'm telling you, wasn't it? it was, yeah. I was like, "That's that's bait, that's fake." That's and bait. it was. Yeah. That's bait. And Joseph knew better. So yeah, and again, I'll 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 repeat the the 
the the poll because yeah, it's oh boy, it's fluctuating. It's we got we got some traction on here. So overall, I feel I feel like everybody thought it was okay. It was a fine showcase, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me let me let me see let me see. And let me get in the Discord as well. Gavs Goaty, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, cool. That being highlighted an encore presentation isn't all that. Uh, still not sure about Returnal, Deathloop, and Sifu uh, game looks pretty great. TPR writes, I thought Deathloop was the best part of the show personally. Uh, Brendan said, really wanted Kina sooner than August. Yeah, I know, man. That looks freaking awesome. Awesome. And yeah, uh, Pack on Mad. Yeah, super surprised they didn't announce the PlayStation Plus games, which is just the recurring thing here. So, yeah, overall, people thought it was okay. Yeah, And, and I, I thought that's what it was, too. And I, I, I think it's becoming abundantly clear mm-hmm. um, that most of the PlayStation, Xbox audiences, I won't say Nintendo, because Nintendo's pretty good about this or and their fan base, but Indie games and smaller games really aren't on their radar. They don't really yeah. move the needle for them too much. So, like, so? I can I can understand why people look at this and, like, you see it in the replies. It, it's a lot of Kina, Deathloop, Yuffie, mm-hmm. Oddworld stuff. Things that either have a long lineage or look like they're not an indie game in the case of Kina. Kina. Yeah. So like I I I think that is just an issue of, of like I hate saying the word gamers <laughs> at large. Yeah. Uh, where like indies really are aren't, aren't on their list. So when you see cool things like Solar Ash, it, it's just not doesn't move the needle. I really I really think it's the type of indie maybe that like and maybe that's the mission that. Uh, friend of the show, Yoshida Yishu- has to kind of solve, which is like, what is the indie game that's going to click for people, mm-hmm. you know, on on this on this platform? Because you're right, I think I'm 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 the I'm the casual PlayStation audience person, right? Like, I love my big games, I like my big announcements, I like my first party games, and I think like games like Kina really do trick me that it's an indie game because it is. Yeah. Um. So I I do think though, the audience may be more experimental to things, but. Uh, like, like again, like Sifu is also an indie game, so I think it's just, I think it's finding out what we're fair. into, you know, yeah. more more than like it's just not our thing. Um, but yeah, overall, we thought it was fine, just like most people did as well. So, Kyle, let's get into the news. There is one big topic right before the state of play was revealed. Um, do you have the show notes up? You just, I, I'm trying to read through the because the, the blog is updated. Just okay. trying to see if we missed anything with some of the games. So, okay. like for example, Crash, uh, no additional cost if you own the disc. All right. And if you bought it digitally, no additional cost unless you're in Japan. I believe you need to. That's weird. Pay a little something. Um, and then the asterisk down here is to upgrade the PlayStation 4 disc version of the game to the digital PS5 version. You'll need a PS5 console with the disc drive. Owners of a PS4 disc copy must insert it into the PS5 every time they want to download or play the PS5 digital version. Okay. And users in Japan can upgrade for 100 yen. I don't know what that is. I think it's 10 bucks. Can, like, yeah. Okay. All right. Not bad. No. Not, not bad. bad at all. All right. And with that said, let's start going into the news because this one bit of news, Kyle, 
took us by surprise. It shocked us. It saddened us. Mm-hmm. And we can already understand why it's in or, or why they, they, they released this bit of news right before State of Play. So take it away, Kyle. Uh, over at VGC, Andy Robinson and Alex Calvin write, PlayStation is winding down Sony Japan Studio. The iconic developer behind Ape Escape, Gravity Rush, Gravity Rush, and Neck has seen the vast majority of its development staff let go, the sources said, after their annual contracts were not renewed ahead of the company's next business year, which begins April 1st. Localization and business staff will remain in place, and the Sobe team, the group responsible for the Astrobot games, will continue as a standalone studio within Sony Japan, it's claimed. It's not entirely clear if the restructure has affected the studio's external development department, which collaborated on games such as last year's Demon Souls, but one, ver- one person VG- VGC spoke to suggested it would continue. This also follows several high-profile staff at the studio leaving. At the end of 2020, the director of Silent Hill and the Gravity Rush series, Kachiro Toyama, announced his departure to set up Bokuth Game Studio. He founded this new venture with fellow Sony Japan veterans Kazunobu Sato and Junya Okura. Meanwhile, the producer of Bloodborne and the Demon Souls remake, Teriyuki Toriyama, said he was leaving SIE Japan at the end of 2020. People with knowledge of the matter told VGC that Sony Japan Studios simply hasn't been profitable enough in recent years. The, ve- the developer wanted to create games that appealed to the Japanese market first, with hopes of having global appeal, while PlayStation wants the kind of global hits that its other first-party studios produce. One person VGC spoke to said that Japan Studios' fate has been had been sealed over a year ago following the departure of its longtime president, Alan Becker, who was replaced by Astrobot Rescue Mission Director Nicholas Doucette, allegedly due to frustration over the developer's lack of hits. Another Mm -hmm. source said that this was part of PlayStation shifting more power from its native Japan to its new U.S. headquarters. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan has downplayed this narrative several times. In December, he claimed that Japan continued to be a hugely important market for Sony Interactive Entertainment. Speaking to VGC's network partners at GamesIndustry.biz about PlayStation's globalization efforts, SIE CEO Jim Ryan said he we shouldn't expect its worldwide studios to create games designed for specific territories going forwards. Quote, The nature of AAA PlayStation 4 and certainly PlayStation 5 development, we're obviously not going to have worldwide studios make a game for one specific European country. End quote. Ryan said at the time. Japan Studio was founded back in 1993 and has created IP-iconic PlayStation IP like Ape Escape, Patapon, and Gravity Rush, in addition to assisting other developers such as From Software, Bluepoint, and Q Games. Yeah. Kyle, so Japan Studio, man, it's been with us for a long bit, right? Really, it seems like almost the inception of this console, It's it's been here. Yeah. Um, it laying off most of its staff, leaving only Team Asobi behind. We don't know about the support team that uh, helps support other games like, again, Bloodborne, uh, 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 Demon Souls, mm-hmm. um, even Ghost of Tsushima with uh, locations they helped. Um, the the hotshots, everybody's hot shots. Yeah. So, what are your what are your reactions? What's your takeaway from this news? Uh. It's a bummer. Yeah. It, it, while not every single one of their games was a th- was a game for me, um, Sony Japan has been a staple 
in PlayStation forever. Mm-hmm. And um, having them not make games under that banner anymore, it uh, it's going to be weird. Yeah, and it, it it's 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 definitely a big blow for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it just it sucks. Like I I I was it before we went live today. Like just thinking how like when we're older in our sixties or seventies, just like imagine if Naughty Dog is just not hitting anymore and Naughty Dog it gets shut down. Right. Like how insane would that be? And this is again, you might not see it, but that is this is a pretty huge closure. Yeah. They do a lot of amazing games in the PlayStation library. Um like Patapon. Puppeteer they helped with. Legend of Dragoon, which is one of the best RPGs that needs to be remade, Blue Point, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like you mentioned, all the games you mentioned, Demon Souls, Gravity Rush, the Hot Shots Golf when they combined forces with Clap Hands developers. Um, mm-hmm. Loco Roco, White Knight Chronicles on PS3, Parappa the Rapper, Paperstick, um, oh, of course. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Legendary games, yeah, yeah. It, it this one really hurts. This one really sucks. And to see, yeah, like again, the creative director of like Silent Hills and uh, or Silent Hill and uh, Gravity Rush leave. I loved Gravity Rush. I thought it was one of the the best Vita games out there. Um, and you know, having Gravity Rush two come out and no one getting that game, man, and it closing up shop so fast afterwards, um, it really hurt. That one, that one to me hurt the most. Seeing the producer Bloodborne leave, I don't know what that means for a Bloodborne two or, or or what the future holds for that. I think that's really this move. Do, it, it makes sense in so many ways because I think what they said was right. Like you can't just we can't just make games for a specific region. And when they're saying European countries, these really mean Japanese JRPGs. We really can't rely on these games to do well in, in the West, as well as a game like a God of War or Spider-Man can. So we're not going to really focus on those games. And I feel like you, though I, I understand that, because when you do look at the games that they, they've come out as of recent years, and even uh, the article says it has not the, the studio itself has not been profitable for a long time. I it, it, at the same exact time it, it hurts that they didn't even get an opportunity to maybe make a game that could have you know branched out and 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 did something something in the West as well. Mm-hmm. And that's just my feeling of emotion on it, right? Like, but at the end of the day, it 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 does make sense. But it also says that they're moving away from Japan. Their roots, like I'm, I'm wondering, how does a person in Japan think about all the changes that PlayStation has made from the little ones, like switching where the cross button and the the circle button are, right? From this big change of like this is again, like this is a huge foothold in Japan, and now it's suddenly not there. It suddenly disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I can't help but feel bad. And at the same exact time, think, well, you hear all the reports and how the Nintendo has been just absolutely dominant in Japan. Like, I think the, I think it's like eight to two mm-hmm. uh, software sales or Nintendo to PlayStation. So, like, it only kind of makes sense that it's transitioning to being a solely Western company. But it's just a, uh, it's such a a bad feel 
Now, yeah. that said, though, there is some light because they saw Astrobot did so well. They're keeping Team Asobi around, and it looks like also some remaining folks as well there. Mm-hmm. Um, does, does that give you hope that we're going to see maybe maybe Japan Studio rise back to prominence? Or do you think, no, this is, they're just a small team. They're just going to be making Astrobots until they stop selling. I think it's just going to be Team Asobi. I think yeah. that's just going to be the new name. Um, I have no doubt that those developers are either going to make their own studio or go to the the other studio that the head of Japan Studio started, uh, Bokeh mm-hmm. Game, I think mm-hmm. it was called. Yep. Um, I have no doubt that they're going to make incredible stuff. It just having the banner of Sony Japan or Japan Studio not being a thing anymore. Well, it's my mind. Yeah, it hurts. It's, yeah, and again, it's a weird thing because again, you guys know me. I'm not a big JRPG guy, but I I do see the symbolism here of of them just saying, you know what, goodbye, our roots, and kind of just give up here. It just feels weird. It it feels like a defeat in a certain way. Yeah. So, what is PlayStation strategy then in Japan? Like, what 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 do you see them doing? Like, because for me, I'm taking a look at okay, so. Is, does this spell, well, we're going to see more Square Enix games, you know, have that, like, like a, a stronger partnership between those two in terms of, like, seeing JRPGs, maybe we got a bravely, you know, default three comes to PlayStation type of deal. Mm. Um, do we see more of the Persona-like deals where they go to Atlas and go, hey, the next Persona is a, an exclusive? Or do you kind of see even, like, Atlas and Sega say, you know what? Persona's also on Nintendo, just because of how dominant that platform is over there. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think Sony will just keep going to third party people. Yeah, and just and, and look for things that they know will will hit in the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, JRPGs is a huge thing, but yeah. I, I I feel like there's not many. Not many other games right now that can fit that mold for uh, like a third party exclusive thing, just as of yet. Mm. When it comes to Sony reaching out, because yeah, Persona and Atlas are intrinsically tied to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, but for how long? I think pretty long. Really? I mean, I mean, Persona comes to Nintendo, not like the main series, but like the offshoot stuff are on yeah. Nintendo platforms but like even they were surprised at how well it sold on pc the persona i think uh the three four golden yeah oh four golden yeah so like like if i'm atlas i'm like dude i could make you you can't be this this naive oh like, yeah you know sure. i can make buku bucks you think playstation's gonna hand them the buku bucks it takes for them to be exclusive here do you think i that? think so yeah i think they yeah for sure huh Okay, because to me, I'm just like, well, I think this definitely means that. Well, you know what? Eh. <laughs> well, you go, 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 put it on Nintendo or or Atlas. Going, you know what? PlayStation, it's been a good run, but we can make a killing here on the Switch. Because honestly, I look at Persona, I'm like, I'll play that on my Switch. You know, I'm I'm not so much. I I don't know if that that game is for me in terms of like. St- staying in one stationary place for hours on end. I'd like yeah. to take that on with me on the go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it. this news, man, this news felt bad. It kind of felt like, it's like you got into an accident, 
and, and like 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 someone rear-ended you at 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 the shop the shopping center right and then mom's like you know what i'm gonna make it up to you we're gonna get friendlies but you still while you're having the friendlies ice cream sandwich you're still in horror that you got hit by you know yeah. <laughs> you got rear-ended by some some t- toyota camry so like to me even after all the, the these great news that we saw today, right, all, like all the state of play stuff, I can't help but feel bummed out by the end of it. Yeah. And my biggest question is, what does this mean for Bloodborne Two? It scares me, Kyle. It scares me. Why though? Why do you Why do you shake your head? Because the producer left. It's now, from yeah. software. Right, but the producer left, Kyle. Now, I don't know what the producers do, but what if the producer guy that left, right, who's just like, put the saw blade in, and they're like, what? They're like, you know, it'd be a blade that, like, it's one-handed when you start off, but then it's, like, this huge two-handed weapon, but you're still wielding one hand. I think you should be incredibly happy and thrilled that you have a game of Bloodborne caliber already in your life. You should be happy that they have already made that, that game for you. And a sequel would just be cherry on top. But I want it, though. <laughs> I know you do, but, like, what do you want? <laughs> you don't think the- another producer who loves Souls games can go in there and do an equally as good job in whatever a producer does? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> exactly. Like, like you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Kyle. Yeah. I don't know these things. Like, I don't know. Like, I think it's a thing of like, I'm scared of change, Kyle. I don't know what you want me to say. (laughs) I I don't know what you want me to say when it comes to Bloodborne. Just reassurance, Kyle. That's all I need. (laughs) (laughs) I reassure you that you have one of the best games ever made already. Oh, God. You You know, I thought back when I heard this news. I heard back to I think like last episode or two. You're like, oh, I hope I hope they don't make a Bloodborne two <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> and then like I stared at this news of like them closing down Japan Studios, and I'm like, what? At what cost, though, Kyle? At what cost did you do this? Listen, this you sorcery? have put me through mental hell on the show <laughs> over the years. One little thing I'm allowed. Oh, it hurts so bad, though, Kyle. It hurts um, so bad. Do you, do you want to hear something cool, though? Okay, yeah. Uh, one of the games we, we saw today? Yeah. Um, some new info about Sifu, uh, what the okay. game is about and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like this. This, this is good news. Happy news. Yeah, it's good news. Let's, let's yeah. bring it back up. Uh, featuring the gripping intensity of classic kung fu films with realistic and raw combat, Sifu tells the story of a young kung fu student who has spent their life training for a day of reckoning after the brutal mur- murder of their entire family by a mysterious assassination squad. Whoa. Hunt down the murderers one by one as you explore gang-ridden suburbs, hidden corners deep within the city, all the way to the cold ha- hallways of corporate towers. Mm. Adaptation and careful positioning are the key do your survival and you must use everything at your disposal to to succeed in your life's missions mm-hmm. sifu's unique gameplay sits in the crossroads of two established and popular genres meshing the intensity and timeless thrill of beat-em-ups with the gripping design of 3d character action games set against a detailed backdrop of a fictional chinese city you will uncover an ancient mystery via a series of difficult confrontations that will test your skills to their limit to overcome the odds that are heavily stacked against you you'll need to rely on your mastery of kung fu and on and on a magical pendant that will revive you after death. The cost of magic is dear, however, and you will age significantly every time you come back to life. Time is the price you will pay for your revenge. Mm. That sounds 
dope. So you're telling me every time I die, I'm going to come back older? So yeah. if I die a bunch of times, I'm just going to be an old man fighting <laughs> through this kid? game? That sounds great. That's actually fucking cool. That's a cool... And and like and also, like, what a unique story to tell of, like, what hate can do to a person, right? Mm. Like, it literally ages them. Again, if we go back to last was part two, the whole oh, moral God. conundrum of, like, at what cost? We get it, Kyle. You really like this game. Oh, shut up, Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I, I mean, again, Sifu look, sounds awesome. I'm totally in on this game, and I really can't wait to to find more out. But there is one bit of news that I didn't, I totally forgot to put in, not just this week's show notes, but the special show that we're doing here. May I, may I get hyped for a second here, Kyle? When will I ever tell you not to get hyped? If it was Bloodborne 2. Diablo 2 Resurrected. What's new and what's staying the same in the remaster? This comes from Wes Felden over from PC Gamer. That's right, y'all. Let's get our PC gaming on. It's This is not a remake, says Rod Ferguson, who's been in charge of all things Diablo at Blizzard since early 2020. He's talking about Diablo 2 Resurrected, a new remastered announced at BlizzCon. It's been rumored for years, and here it is at last. Coming out on PC and consoles later in 2021, there are spiffy new 3D graphics and some modern conveniences in Resurrected, but except to feel a whole lot like Diablo 2 released in 2000. Because it pretty much is. Here's a quote. We're not trying to reverse engineer the game and build it from scratch to look like D2, Ferguson says. This is D2. This is the same core gameplay, the same core story, the tone, even the same voice voices of the same voice actors. There's still a lot of new in Diablo 2 Resurrected, including a 3D engine, Dolby surround sound, and conveniences of shared item stash and integrated battle.net friends list. Um, and then they say, uh, when's the Diablo 2 release date? It's 2021. That's all they know at the moment. Here's the cool thing about this game, Kyle. They, you have it like, it's kind of like Master Chief Collection in a mm-hmm. sense of, you could turn the graphics into the modern day, which it still looks like it's a 2000. Like they still kept really faithful what this game looks like in 2000. Like you need to see it to believe it. Pull over in your car if you're watching at home. Stop what you're doing. Stop making dinner for the family. Here it is. Open it up. You're going to see it and you're going to be wowed. And the graphics engine you could switch to then classic 2D uh, of, of the original game. You get the original art style, Kyle. This is freaking awesome. There's going to be cross-progression, nothing about cross-play yet, and uh, from what I, I, I remember, it's going to be $39.99. Kyle, what are your thoughts on Diablo 2 Resurrected? Are you excited for this game? Because I know you never owned a PC ever in your life. This is the first year you ever owned something of computers. Um, <laughs> are you excited to experience this game? Are you going to experience this game? I don't know if I'll experience it. I'm not like over the moon hype for it. I'm happy that you're excited for it. Cause yeah. that's just the kind of person I am. Take notes, Joe. <laughs> How dare you? Um, no, it, it's cool. I, I'm yeah. happy it's finally here. It's been rumored for a very long time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Although like I do think the gimmick of like switching between art styles is, is just that it's a gimmick. How many people are going to flip back to the original? I don't know, maybe me. All right. I, here's the thing. I 
So I like Diablo 3 a lot. I like Torchlight. That's a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got to play D2. You want to know why? Why? In the year 2000, oh, my mom God. saw the cover of this game, saw Diablo, and she oh. said, that's not that's enough for me to say that this is the work of the devil himself. Mm-hmm. You're not getting this game, Joe. A little old, what, 10, maybe 11-year-old Joe was like, this isn't fair. This game looks sick. And yeah, I can do it. I couldn't download it on the old Packard Bell. <laughs> That's the computer I had as a kid. So I'm really excited to experience it. And seeing, like, I saw the BlizzCon interview with someone who's been playing this game every year for 20 years. He streams it for, he's been streaming it for six years. Definition of insanity, this guy. Yeah. But man, the look on their face when they're seeing, like, you know, all the texture updates and all the graphical stuff, but it's still looking the same. This is awesome. It, yeah. it just gets me hyped. I like this. Yeah. I like it a lot. And last but not least, Lee, and this is the flash news of the day, Kyle. We have a price revision on Destruction All-Stars. It will now come out on April, I believe, 2nd at the price of $19.99. It was originally supposed to be $69.99 US doll hairs. Now it'll be launching at $19.99. You can still download for free until the beginning of April, then it's donezos. You can't do anything with it. So go ahead, download this game now. What do you think about the price change uh props to them for for lowering it from seventy dollars to 20 i think that's a a great call i think that's a great price for it um yeah that's great yeah yeah uh yeah at the end of the day i think this is definitely what this game needs uh but i don't know do you think it's a little bit too late though (sighs) maybe yeah yeah i it's Tell me, Kyle. Tell me your fears. Tell me. What I'm just you trying to walk. I'm trying to walk through it. Walk through it. I'll walk with you. Like Hold it's already head. it's it's already on PS Plus, so people uh-huh. have, have seen gameplay. Sure. Tried it out. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're on the fence, you probably have already looked at that kind of footage and kind of decided if it was for you or not. So the no matter what the price was, some people probably are just not going to pick it up because it doesn't look fun to them. All right. Um, Fair. But I, I props to Lucid Games, right? Yep, Lucid Games. Props to Lucid for acknowledging that there it, there wasn't a whole lot there for seventy bucks. Yeah, and I think that was also probably in tandem Sony with as well. Yeah, Sony taking a look at it, and then weeks after this game release, going, okay, okay, we 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 see where we've gone wrong with this game. Uh, this is the best way of how to course correct it, but I don't know if that is going to be the thing that can still land the ship, but I'm hoping, hoping it does land. There's also a slew of new features and content that's coming out next week. So yeah, awesome. Uh, again, I really hope, so I hope the best for this game. I hope they can do something with it because they've got something there. I just don't know how you go about fixing it, but I think 20 bucks is a start for sure. Yeah. With that, Kyle, listen, there's no, uh, what is it? What do we call it? Pony Express this week. No. No questions in. This is just strictly our reactions of the state of play and some news afterwards. This has been an awesome bonus show, Kyle. 
I love watching these with you. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just like every week I'm just sitting, or not every week, every once in a blue moon, we gather the kids together and we watch a movie together. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what the, these state of plays are. And that's why probably I have a bias of like, yeah, this is good because I get to see everyone's reactions and yours in real time with me. You know? Yeah. I'm still, still reeling. <laughs> From seeing <laughs> seeing Yuffie on my screen. Here's the thing with this with the reactions because we're we seem really like like we're we're calm right now. I feel like we're zen. It's like we kind of ran a mile and now we're like, Oof. your my brain know. is buzzing. <laughs> I'm like half checked out, half trying to figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that said, before we close the show out, I do want to say the state of the poll, okay, is such. All right. Again, mail in ballots, they came in here. Yeah. Awesome, 6.7%. Good, 25.2%. Okay, 37.8% of the vote. And bad, 30.3%. So overall, wow. positive. That's 70% there, saying it's it's good. And you know what? Where I come from, C's get degrees. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So with all that said... And with all that out of the way, everybody, I want to thank everybody in the live chat uh, for chatting us up and uh, enjoying the new overlays that we got. Uh, yes. God, looks so good. So the good. Nero Primero. What great work this guy does. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening, who's supporting us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Thank you all so much for your support. It's been overwhelming. It's been, it's been amazing. And, and Mooney, yo. This person coming in saying where they're from. They're from Netherlands or Denmark. My goodness. I don't even know what time it is in Denmark. Probably way too <laughs> late. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming in around the world, sharing the excitement that is PlayStation with us. It's it's amazing. It's fantastic. So, Kyle, uh, before we go, where can people find you? You can find find me on the internet trying to dissect the the Yuffie what it means news uh, on Twitter at Mr Ksep, uh, on PSN as well at Mr Ksep. Um, if you want to follow uh, some cool indie games coverage, hit us up over at six one indie dot com or YouTube dot com slash six one indie, and follow us on Twitch TV slash six one indie where we stream indies every single week. Ooh, and you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find the video version of this reactions uh, over on YouTube as well of the Trophy Room show. And you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you find your podcast service of choice, you can find the show there. Please consider dropping a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star reviews really do help us grow this uh this show it really does help us out in big ways so if y'all can do that that'd be fantastic so with all that said with all that out of the way shout out for mooney from denmark thank you cypher primus thank you everybody for coming in tuning in with all that said with all that out of the way everybody keep your wits about you and keep playing playstation love you be safe